This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, talkers. It's hump day. And guess who's back in studio with us after a day off, a bad back, and just some time to rest. We've got Julia hanging out here. To give us some fun for the next right. few She's hours. got a cane. She's got a... Her I neck wish, is wrapped. I actually wish... She's I in a body one. cast. I wish I would have had a cane and a walker. <laughs> I thought about that today as I parked illegally in front. I have like, a cane and a walker in my house for that oh, yeah. very reason. Oh, yeah. That's this unbelievable is, that you threw I'm your back out so, so bad. Yep. It's going to come back. I'm, I'm upright today a little bit. Yeah. So that's better. Well... Glad to have you back. You missed a lot of excitement in your one day. I missed the photo for our Halloween costume. The costume contest is going on. It's raining the man wall, which was such a clever idea you came up with, but I, I... did help with the prop. You, yeah. I, I was so glad you worked on oh, that umbrella the day before. You would have hated me if we would have waited till yesterday because you would have been all on your own. Oh yeah, so it's <laughs> raining the man wall and then Grant is an excellent uh, Prince, Prince Harry. Harry. Prince yes, yes. Really good. Thanks. I thought Donna and Rocco <laughs> doing a spoof of Lady Exercise and when you- she was... Um, Riding. Riding Grant the horse That's from a good Game one. of Thrones. Yep. That was very good. I get a call from Rocco. Jules, can Where's... I have your? Do you think Lori has her crop at home? I can get it from Casey. And I'm like, well, I had sure, a night... he was driving all over town yes, trying to put together the was. costume. Yes. I know. And here I had everything at I... home, but he Casey goes, yeah, I got a weird text from Rocco. I go, you got a text from Rocco? <laughs> How do you get your number? Me. And I figured you. Yeah. He goes, yeah, he wants to know where your writing crop is. And I thought. <laughs> Right away, I thought, somebody's spoofing the infamous <laughs> lady exercise yes. video. So I just laughed, and I didn't respond to him or anything. And then, um, yeah, so you go on the MyTalk Facebook page, and you hit like for the picture that you like. Right. But, of course, I always have a conspiracy theory because they always put the shows in order. order. We're always the last. So the first show is inadvertently getting all the likes. And it is uh, Jason and those guys are doing the squid game, the bridge game. Oh. So they did some kind of trick lighting, oh, yeah. oh, okay. you know, or whatever. But that's getting all the likes because everyone is just liking it in general overall. And you know, I don't think we should be driving anything to Facebook anyway. I'm rather annoyed with those people. <laughs> Zuckerberg can suck it. Yes, he can. Right, um, but go. anyway, oh, yes. so that's that's just my one little thing observation that I noticed because I kept because I was like, Mom, because I know the one person in my life that's consistently on Facebook is my mom. Sure. Flowers, puppies, grandkids. Okay. Right. This is the world <laughs> that she lives in on Facebook. So I'm like, Mom, vote for it. 
Well, she did, but she voted for the first picture. Oh, there you go. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, how do I vote for the man wall? You and your rain guy. I said, we got to like scroll down. Oh, you've made it so hard, your people. Well, that's hysterical. <laughs> it's made it hard to scroll down. Okay, that's so spoken like a mom. Yeah, isn't I it? I my mom, where's the button? Anyway, so you like the photo that you want to win. But right. anyway, um, I have to tell you, Julia, yesterday, like at about 4.30, I was like going, oh my gosh, I'm going to a Tuesday night a concert. concert. I, I was going to rally after Sunday night. Yeah. Stones. And then Grant was playing some bleachers music off and on during the show yesterday. So I was getting kind of excited about that. And then I was like getting excited. I'm going to actually see a show at the Fillmore because we all saw it two weeks before COVID shut everything down, there was like a grand opening for right. media to so see this beautiful, beautiful spot. Space. Right. And it's downtown Minneapolis. Yeah. It's right underneath the, like adjacent to the Target Field on right. Fifth Street. So it's actually easier to get there off of 55. Right. You know, we, coming in on us, the backside. I going around trying to figure oh. out how to park last time. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but there's, uh, there's all kinds of lots and stuff. It's really the North Loop, but. It was a sold-out show, and people were so excited. Um, uh, They started the show with Let's Get Married. And, of course, the one thing with Bleachers, everybody knows all the words to all the songs. They're kind of anthemic. They repeat the lines many times But they've got the horns and everybody, like the drummers play the guitar. They play the keyboards. He has an incredible band. And the Fillmore. Who is the key again? Jack Jack Antonoff. Antonoff. Who writes all the songs? And he's, yeah, he's kind of geek chic hot in a weird way. I mean, he's hot. Yes, because he's the lead. He's the lead singer of a band, Julia, and he's a songwriter and he plays the guitar. That right there. He's hot just for doing that. He's got the big musical D. You know what I'm saying? Got it. And um, so, anyway, I was so, the sound was terrific. I was so glad, though, that I didn't do the. Uh, you know, floor, floor, oh, because after standing for the stones and all of that, I don't know that my back could have handled it. And they were packed like sardines mm-hmm. in there. And um, everyone sing- in there, do you think? maybe 1500, okay. but everyone's singing. That's a lot of spit flying around. All right. And I haven't had a booster. I'm five months into my Moderna. So when are just, we getting our boosters? Did they tell us whenever they tell us right now it's 65 plus and okay. they're going to get the kids, I think next yes, week. Great. I was real happy to have my nice, comfortable theater seat directly across from the stage and it's on good the second view, and level. it's good view. Every seat is, every, that, there's that no place bad place. really beautiful, is it? How was the sound? Great. Oh, how nice. And then, the you know, the chandeliers. And I think yeah. it might be a little bit bigger than First Avenue. And then at First Avenue last night, Walk the Moon was playing. Oh, they and were? And that was a sold out oh, show. that's our Jared Leto band. No. You're off today. Which one? Well, Walk the Moon, we've seen him at the Basilica. Jared Leto is Three Seconds to Mars, a okay. completely different name. But a different planet. planet. Different planet. A different planet. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's going to be a lot of explaining today. I I'm, just, I'm not going to make comments or ask questions, <laughs> yeah. but I'm here to cheer you guys on. But Jack Antonoff did tell the crowd that they spent the day recording new songs at Paisley Park. Oh, oh that's cool. He was visibly moved by it. He said, there's an energy I feel every time I play here, and it's not because of print. Prince, he embodied it. He loved it here, and you can feel it when you play Minneapolis. Well, what a great thing to say to a crowd. crowd. Make us feel good about our, our place. And then he said, you know, that his band, like even maybe, I don't know if he meant going back to fun or if he just meant bleachers, but he said they 
practiced at uh, Paisley Park before a tour because they have that big stage that simulates like a big stage area. And they'd recorded like artists. Like, I guess I had forgotten that mm-hmm. that was a working studio studio and sound stage. Right. So he talked about that. But what an experience, huh? Yeah, that's cool. Did you say it at the very end? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was to. the last song? Um, It was I Want to Get Better, I think. Yeah, yeah, and everybody is just singing, and they're fun so energy. Oh, they're fun, fun. Oh, well, yeah. good. I'm glad. Are you? Yeah. Now, what's next? Well, Julia, Halloween and putting <laughs> together the final touches on my Moira Rose costume. Oh, oh my god! What have you got so far, Julia? Everything from my own wardrobe, except no. for a couple of things. Right. I mean, I got a couple yeah. things from you, and yeah. I bought a couple things, but, but most of the outfit is from... you. We did black and white very well back in the day. Still do. Still do. Right. Those are our colors. All right, listen, when we come back, it is our story we can't get enough of, and it is a special request from the Mutti. Oh. We're going back across the pond, people, because my mom was the burning question, as she said. What? What? is going on with the queen with queen elizabeth i'm very worried about her that she's showing her age (laughs) at 95 or whatever (laughs) yeah well i can't believe it what got her what got her alerted was that um buckingham palace you know when they begrudgingly admitted after they lied that queen elizabeth was hospitalized overnight last week and that the palace had covered it up So there's been this interesting conversation happening in the British papers about how Queen Elizabeth needs to slow down or take a larger break from public view. Basically, almost every royal commentator, tabloid and um, mainstream media in the UK is of the opinion that she needs to bring her schedule down to a handful of big appearances um, that... uh, and and so anyway, all of and them, quit drinking. It, yes, and quit <laughs> drinking. That was a couple of weeks ago, and then she was seen with the walker, and there was speculation had she fallen down, and this, that, and the other thing. Basically, Buckingham Palace, they do not, they're not honest uh, ever about uh, many things. Okay, they keep things very close to the vest, especially they're when queen. it comes to the queen. And I get that though; she is. Well, she's golden. I mean, when your whole life revolves around a job you were thrown into by right of birth and that you can't really ever technically retire from, and she is 94 at five, one of the oldest living, It's the playbook hasn't been written. She's <laughs> writing it as we go along. So here's a little report from CBS this morning um, about what's going on with Queen Elizabeth. Okay. You know, the Queen was expected to meet President Biden and other global leaders in Glasgow on Monday, but Buckingham Palace says she's been advised to stay here at the castle and rest, performing only light duties. In a statement, the palace says she's disappointed not to attend the U.N. summit in Scotland. She'll deliver a recorded video message instead. The news comes a day after Queen Elizabeth held virtual meetings from here at Windsor Castle with the ambassadors of Switzerland and South Korea. They were her first official engagements since she stayed over night in a London hospital last week. The palace said she underwent what it described only as preliminary investigations and that she was following her doctor's advice to rest. 
Before that, she'd been carrying out official engagements almost daily. Just last Tuesday, the 95-year-old monarch hosted Bill Gates and other billionaire business leaders here in Windsor. But the cancellation of her trip to the climate conference is sure to raise concerns. Sunday Times royal correspondent Royal Nika told us she thinks there will be a gear change in the kind of work the Queen does and the distances she travels. Nika also expects the Queen's workload to now be under constant review. I mean, they should have canceled that visit to Glasgow the minute she got out of the of hospital. Course. I mean, can you? Doesn't make sense. She's 95 yeah, years you, old. They're trying to guilt trip a 95 year old woman to travel and make speeches and entertain world leaders. Charles, Camilla, and William and Kate are all going to Glasgow. I mean, I don't know if it's the Queen, but I just feel like. Um, she's 95. I mean, it, we it, know people in their 80s who couldn't keep up this schedule. Yeah. I mean, boy, she, she's a solid one, though, Lori, if you think about it. Well, she is. But, you know, her, her husband of many, many years did die. Yeah, and it is not unusual to see people, people pass, you know, within was, a year right. or something. And I think that the reason she was hospitalized is she, something with her heart. Okay. You know, either her blood pressure dropped really low or something with her heart. Hopefully it wasn't a UTI like Bill Clinton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, she's not going to be doing solo appearances anymore either. Well, I... Fine. She will always be accompanied by another senior royal now in case something goes wrong. So they are working on the no queen left alone model right <laughs> That's now. That's Okay. <laughs> Um, so, and Will Steger was maybe going to meet her because he's going to be speaking at this Glasgow summit next week. Yes. Um, so anyway, um, that, that, that's what's happening. But yeah, she's going to do a pre-recorded thing for this thing in Glasgow and she will be probably sitting down behind her desk. Yes. But she's working every single See, now that day. Would, wouldn't that just be a drag at some point? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And there are always big problems. They aren't just little ones. No. And she's got that kid. That's that irritating. Right. What, what do you do about a problem like Andrew? Right, exactly. He's still there. <laughs> yeah. It keeps getting dirty and dirtier, and she just wants to chill and talk to her horses and corgis. Right. I really, I wouldn't, that job would be awful. Yeah, so I'm glad she's going to be no queen left alone now. Okay. And so we'll see what happens, and hopefully, you know, everything is all right with her, but my mom is just like, you need to tell me everything you know. So mom, if so you're this listening, is how, this is everything this is how I know. She gets it. <laughs> Isn't that funny, because I do that sometimes. People want to know, what's the latest on so-and-so and so-and-so? And I said, well, just tune into the show. Yeah. At this time, we'll be talking about it, because I just don't want to use my voice extra. That's right. I don't want to double up on this little sucker. Um, also, yesterday yes. afternoon, um, uh, Bot Set Sentinel released their long-awaited report on the investigation into the social media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Accounts targeting the Duchess of Sussex. Some of the accounts attack both Prince Harry and Meghan, but Meghan has directly gotten a lot of it, and this BuzzFeed published this, I think it was today, and one of the big takeaways from this report where they did an analysis of all the people that were tweeting is that the hate campaign is an actual campaign. People are coordinating with each other, helping each other evade Twitter rules. They are not bots or random people being paid to tweet random stuff. There are 83 accounts they identified that smear and abuse Meghan Markle online. And did they find out that all three, 83 of them originate from the, t- the palace? No, <laughs> no. Do we know um, anything about these 83 accounts? Because it, it really is. It gets down to a small number of It's just regular that, old racist lunatics who sit on social media all day talking crap about uh, Meghan, but they are displaying a sophisticated level of trolling and working in cooperation with each other. Oh. Um, so he said... It's kind of interesting how you can manipulate anything if you have Apparently hateful tweets mixed in with tweets that do not violate Twitter's terms of service makes it harder for them to detect. Right. Um, also, these single-person purpose anti-Sussex accounts also devo- avoid detection because of they do positive comments about other members of the royal family. So negative about them. So that keeps it. And yeah, it's, he said, or this bot Sentinel, the CEO told Buzzfeed that it's unlike anything they've ever seen. There's no motive. Um, wow. Uh, comparing the anti Megan campaign to other disinformation and harassment campaigns on Twitter, like the stop the steal movement. Uh, to overturn the results of the 2020 election or the campaign to remove Amber Heard from the Aquaman. Right. Um, so, you know, they, they, he just said, told BuzzFeed, we've never seen anything like it, but it is real accounts by real people, and they're coordinating 83 accounts. Jeez. It's like Facebook knowing that yep. the vaccine disinformation came from 12 accounts and why they never shut yep. that down. Corruption, you know, corruption, corruption. Well, corrupt. engagement is the almighty dollar on, it is, social, on social media. media. Yeah, so anyway, I thought, well, that's a little, you know, would if you were Harry and Meghan, would you feel better knowing yes. that? Yes, yeah, that same. there is that they are think they're not crazy. Yeah, people actually are coordinating and doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that always helps. When you does, think that always helps. Oh, oh my wordy, wordy, wordy. All right. Listen, when we come back, uh, you know, Project Down and Dirty starts next week. And our charity is the Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. And we're talking with Megan Welty, manager of sports and rec department there when we come back. All right. Till we get to that interview. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have Megan Welty joining us, who is the manager of sports and recreation department at the Courage Kenny Rehabilitation Institute. 
And that is our charity that we'll be raising money for next week when we do Project Down and Dirty, the excavation. Hi, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hello. Thanks so much for having us. Absolutely. All right. So we do this. I mean, we've been doing this for a number of years, and each of the shows has a charity partner. And um, we're kind of excited about our Zen project of learning how to, you know, do excavation or whatever we're doing, bulldozing, whatever we're doing with these equipments, because it just feels like it'll just be, we're not going to have to perform, Megan. We're going to just be raising money for Courage, Kenny. So um, we're feeling zen about this. That is a, that's an interesting word to use when you talk about bulldozers. I know, I know. But, you you, know, you've seen some of the, if you've seen some of the other stuff that we've done where we have to perform, and like, sing and so act, and we can't do those things. Bulldozers sound easier. There you go. They That's do. Awesome. Okay, so it was. It's kind of um, interesting. We've had a lot of different interactions with um, the Courage County Rehabilitation Center in the past month. I think having um, you guys on for something I can't remember what, but then Leah McLean hosted your virtual fundraiser your online fundraiser. And so she was on talking about courage, Kenny, but for, you know, Lori, you weren't here that day. Um, you know, kind of tell our listeners because you guys have expanded a lot, um, your locations and what is the main thing that how our listeners could help by donating to courage Kennedy today? Yeah, so the specific program that we're fundraising for at Courage Kenny is the Adaptive Sports and Recreation Program. So what we do is provide adaptive sports for youth and adults with disabilities. It ranges from both competitive sports, like, you know, grooming athletes for the Paralympics someday. Right. um, To also just recreational activities like going downhill skiing at all of our local ski areas. And so in this, do you need a, you, do you need equipment or do you need, or do you need a great question? Yeah. So what the funds go towards is, I mean, being able to provide the programs, there's no way we would ever be able to charge the true cost of these programs to the athletes to be able to participate. Um, the other thing that gets really expensive with the adaptive programs or sport programs is the adaptive equipment. So for example, you know, for any kid to go play basketball, you need a pair of shoes, right? Right. For our athletes, they need a $3,000 sport wheelchair. Is that how much they are? The sport. And I always wondered, so for people who are in marathons, are those wheelchairs about $3,000? Yeah, at least. I mean, sometimes just the wheels alone cost that much. I mean, it's very, very expensive. Because I've I kind of always wondered that. Yeah, so that's a completely different lightweight, you know, um, chair for them to play in the sports. And you see it in tennis now. You see a lot more adaptive sport mm-hmm. tennis. Mm-hmm. And I think we all grew I, I grew up by seeing people ski with disabilities. And mm-hmm. that seems yeah. like it, that area has expanded as well. Yeah, we offer ski lessons at five different locations around Minnesota. And, um, you know, the coolest thing, though, is with this, we don't only just have the ski lessons, but we have about 1,200 volunteers that support us annually that are out there actually teaching the lessons, that are coaching the basketball teams, that are teaching wheelchair tennis, um, that are just phenomenal. And we couldn't do these activities without them. And, you know, I can't even imagine for, you know, the people who have been injured or have had a lifelong injury that they were not able to enjoy sports again and how 
which joy it must bring to people's faces to be able to participate in something either that they had loved before or something, you know, that they get to do independently. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's really what it's all about, right? Is we all play, we all do things that we enjoy, you know, whether it's sports or other recreational activities. And so just being able to have that opportunity, find the right equipment, find the right supportive community to be able to participate in and be able to get back out there. It's an important part of just who we are. Right. Megan, what's the age range um, of people that Courage Kenny Rehabilitation, what you guys um, offer for adaptive, you know, sources for doing sports? I'm just curious what that is. So the youngest we usually take is around five or six, mm-hmm. um, all the way up to you name it. Um, really, there's no barriers. Okay. So all ages and all reasons. Yep, all ages, all reasons, and like I said, I mean, there's just a smattering of a bunch of different activities that people can get involved in, and really what we're hoping to do is just help people, you know, achieve health and wellness by finding fun activities that they can fill fill their life with. I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in the world. I mean, I'm just thinking if I didn't have, if you didn't have your club, I mean, really, that is just such a big part of our lifestyles. Well, I don't think I real, I, I certainly never realized that Courage Kenny uh, offered that. I, I guess I think of Courage Kenny as the place that people go if they've had, you know, an injury and they're just learning how to like live on their own again. Exactly. So we are, we kind of consider ourselves, you know, part of that continuum of care. Okay. Um, you know, not only living on your own and doing all those activities of in- independent living, but also getting back to life and, you know, making lives work um, and finding those recreational activities to fill your cup. Is there someone recently, Megan, um, that has been like so excited they just got a new wheelchair and started to play a sport? Or is there someone that comes to mind that you were just so delighted and you can just see the joy in this, this person's eyes when they were able to be a part of something? Oh, I think that's the favorite part of my job. <laughs> I, I would think so, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just this last weekend, I was out, we were running wheelchair tennis at the University of Minnesota um, with help from a grant from USTA Northern. And, you know, just watching the kids be able to play and having a blast and the parents going, we can just go play this in our backyard now at the local park and do this together as a family. Oh. You know, that's, that's like the best part is just people realizing that it, there, don't, there doesn't have to be all these big barriers to be able to play. That's awesome. Yeah. And do people, um, like, what are, like, I mean, I guess I, what I'm wondering is for, like, how does the adaptive, you know, how does that all help people even mentally? Oh, it's a huge part of what we do. I mean, you think about, you know, for example, a lot of our kids weren't able to play sports last year because mm-hmm. it's just the nature of the world that we're living in right now. Right. and. Um, just hearing from parents how that took a big toll on their mental health. I mean, they're just like any other high school athlete. Mm-hmm. So having that season taken away, that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then also just the isolation and being able to be a part of a community, getting out on a regular basis, um, finding that confidence. That's a word we hear a lot, that the confidence that our athletes find through sport carry on in other places of their lives. Um, that's, it's a big part of, of the activities. Oh, wonderful. Well, we are looking forward to raising money for you guys next, starting next week. 
Courage County Rehabilitation Institute. And um, we know people whose lives have been changed when they came there and and have gotten emails from some of our listeners whose family members have Mm -hmm. gone through Sister Mm -hmm. Courage County Rehabilitation and how grateful they are that you are here and how wonderful it has been as part of the community. So hopefully we'll raise some money for you. Well, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. And we are, we're lucky to have the support from the community behind us. And it'll be fun to see you guys operate some big, heavy equipment next week. I know. Be glad, uh, Megan, that you don't have to listen to us sing. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. There you, you go. Got it. All right. Thank you so much. That's, that's Thanks a good again. program. Yeah. 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 Thank you. All right. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. We are going to be giving away tickets sometime before four for the Christmas Carol at the Guthrie on November 10th. But we do have some amazing music news for you next. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, yes, Halloween is Sunday. We're falling back on Saturday oh, night. we are Saturday. Saturday. All right. Do we fall back Saturday? Is it the next Saturday? I think it's the next Saturday, oh, so it's a little bit later this year. Well, no, I'm glad because I would be bummed if we had to fall back on Saturday yeah. night because that's a going out night. Yeah, I think it's next Saturday. Let me double but check. But they always do it on Saturday night. <laughs> well, no, I know. But <laughs> falling back, no, then we get an extra hour. That would be good if it happened this week. I wish it was. This is a blonde <laughs> riddle. <laughs> if anyone can figure it out. So 2 a.m. on Sunday, November 7th. So the following weekend. So the following weekend. On a so Sunday. Yeah, well, it's always at 2 a.m. Doesn't it? Yeah. Who knows? I've lost all track of time. It does. This, this I month use, has it's been usually weird. the end Halloween. of October that we fall back. It is a little late this year. My yeah. mom had been saying the same thing we were talking about. It. She's used to it being the last weekend in October as well. So yeah, okay. you're not, you're not and a, then having staking. another hour to stay out on hell. You know, because oh, Saturday is going to be the big fantastic glory. You can stay out till night. two. Yeah. Well, Joy, you're really you're out till two, and then you fall back, and then you get the hour back again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing good happens after midnight. Oh, Joy, mm-hmm. that is so not true. I know. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's um, call. We need two callers, 651-641-1071. Only to get two because um, I have a true or false question, Grant. So <laughs> we When you said three two. yesterday, I was like, well, that may be in case someone didn't hear it. <laughs> right. So 651-641-1071. You're going to answer a true or false question to win a Christmas Carol, a pair of tickets going to the Guthrie on Thursday, November 10th at 7.30. So a That's nice a mid-week. lovely time for a yeah. play to start. That's right. That's when I they all it. start, Julia. Is it 7.30? Yeah, you've been laying down too long. <laughs> <laughs> and my so have I, obviously, my with my, right. my, late, my Halloween. So while we're... Grant's got our two uh, people. They've already called. They're ready to answer the true or false right. question. Who's the lucky one who gets to answer first, Grant? Susan was our first caller. She's ready to go. Okay, Susan, hi. Hi. I am so excited, you guys. My daughter is in the back seat, and she's super excited, too. I have never won anything on your show. Oh, well, this is exciting. No pressure to answer this correctly. You just have to give us a true or false, okay? Oh, I didn't know there was... Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, sorry. There's a a (laughs) test here. Yeah. Okay. Is this true or false? Was Charles Dickens the first famous writer to give published public readings of his work and his first reading was a Christmas Carol? Is that true or false? 
Gosh, I don't know. I got a 50-50 shot here. I'm going to say true. That, Yay! That's Yay! Yay! Susan, what's your daughter's name? Gianna. Gianna, you guys are going to the Christmas Carol. <laughs> you get to go to the Christmas Carol, G. Oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Charles I, Dickens. I, didn't, I was going to say true on that because it just seemed like it would be. He recited a Christmas Carol in front of 2,000 people in Birmingham, England, 10 years after the book was published. And, of course, he wrote the book in six weeks. That's fantastic. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yep. All right. All right, Grant, I'll get the information. I like these questions, do, Lori. Do you like that? I, okay. Yes, I okay, did. Okay, here's something. Um that uh, people may want to hear. A lot of people, I, the show was sold out when Elvis Costello moved his show from the Mystic to First Avenue, right. which is like, you know, a lot less people. Right. I don't think he's ever played First Avenue, but uh, Elvis Costello and the Imposters dropped a new single this morning. It's called Magnificent Hurt, and it will be coming on a new album that's coming out in January. But the song is called Magnificent Hurt. Let's take a listen. Well, there you go. So he'll be playing that at his First Avenue show. Susan, who just won a Christmas Carol, did she call back? She okay, did call good. back, yep. Okay. She hung With up the before. daughter, Gianni. Yeah, she forgot to give him her address. She's like, <laughs> how am I getting those damn tickets? Well, first she thought she won the tickets, <laughs> yeah. and then we didn't ask the question. Okay. okay. Got it. Check, check, check. Um, so, uh, you know, Brandy Carlisle announced, um, you know, she's going to be playing at the Excel. She's yes. going on tour next summer. I believe the show's July 30th. A lot of people that are Brandy fans already have their tickets, but they do go on sale on Thursday. She performed two songs on SNL this past weekend. Both songs were great. Um, But Brandy is another person who's now been disappointed by the Grammys because her album, In These Silent Days, uh, it just released like a couple weeks ago, and it released one day past Grammy eligibility. But <clears throat> she had this to say. She said, because um, she's been moved by the Grammys from Americana to pop. Oh, dear. Okay. And she said, well, I'm incredibly flattered to be considered pop as a 40-year-old crooning lesbian mother I would be lying if I said I wasn't a bit surprised and disappointed to learn the Recording Academy decided to move right on time, her new album, out of the American roots genre and into the pop category. Being recognized by the Grammys in any form is a great honor. I just want folks to know this wasn't my decision. Regardless, it doesn't change who I am or what my Americana community continues to meet. Mean to me. So anyway, she's just like really, uh, you know, she's been the Americana Artist of the Year two years in a row. I mean, she's this is where her identity is, and she's right. just like, oh, jeez. 
Why are we doing this? Now she's considered, uh, you know, roots or pop artist, but they move her into the big time mainstream and she's not happy about it, Julia. All right. Well, can I tell you something that yeah. I, I don't know that we knew this when we first announced that she was coming to the Excel, yeah. which is a Saturday night in July. By right. The, way, the 30th. She's going to have special guests at each of the different venues mm-hmm. that can crew, it can be anyone Annie DeFranco, Brittany Howard, the Indigo Girls, Lake Street Dive, Lu- Luke Lucius, Sarah McLaughlin, and Allison Ruffle. I mean, wow. So, you, we don't know who it's going to be because mm-hmm. I was l- trying to look up can we tell who's coming with her here? Because that would be so cool to see her with Sarah McLaughlin. I, I mean, any of any them. Any of them, but. I mean, yeah, no, I know. It's always fun to see, like, if when you get a really great opening act with an artist right. you're excited to see. I mean, she played the 400 bar. I know, Lori. I loved here. the 400. She played oh the 400 gosh. bar. I mean, that's that's really... That would be something that's, to be that's, yeah. that's something else. And then last night, opening for um, Bleachers, I experienced what they describe as... I, I love the, the kid. Uh, Cloud is his name. Chicago, 22-year-old. Bedroom pop is what they describe. How do you... His music is it C-L-O-E? C-L-A-U-D. Claude. And I th- it sounded like you said cloud. Well, I like to call him cloud. I just <laughs> clouds, a, clouds, brother. Clouds, her curly head of hair just made me think of clouds. But it was bedroom pop, and kind of I, like, I like bedroom pop. It, it was very packed for as the opening act. I right? mean, we got there like at about eight, and Bleachers wasn't coming on till nine fifteen. And it and this was at the film. Right? Did they still have food? You could buy food, too, as well as beverages? I didn't see any food. Okay. I didn't see any food. Okay. But Cloud. Um, cloud. Cloud. pop. I'm cloud. And ABBA, it's an SOS, Julia. The three new singles have failed to sell or get well, any radio play. They did don't... we tell them this last week when we listened to we it? We did. Their I'm album, like... Voyage, comes out November 5th. Uh, aside from the two men and ABBA, Roger Friedman writes... Does anyone care? No. Even the two women in the group don't seem to care. The public seems less interested. Our <laughs> brains are wired not to accept new music from legacy acts from the 70s, 80s, and even the 90s. We just want to hear the hits. That's what Roger Friedman It's the writes. truth. You said this. It's the truth. They I'm like, released three failed singles. that were un- They were unreleased from the last time they tried to release things. Remember, you went off on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But Just a Notion had 574 paid downloads. Then Don't Shut... 574. Then Don't Shut Me Down had 5,800. And then the one we played, uh, the vintage or whatever. I still have faith in you. Had forty three hundred downloads. It's not doing well. Again, I would agree it's, with everything he said. Yeah. We said this when we were trying to be music critics, right? I, I think we did a good job. I think so. But I <laughs> no had to bring you no this story. <laughs> I had to bring you the guys' this story because we did talk about ABBA, and we're just like. Who is asking for this music or ABBA in a hologram tour? I know. Both of them, yeah. yeah. But they're, the thing they're opening up in the UK is kind of a tourist attraction does sound cool. Yes. That sounds cool. Yeah, that does. But not this other stuff. Yeah. Anyway, nobody's listening, so we'll keep bringing you the new ABBA songs and you can continue <laughs> not to listen. <laughs> well, I love the one that sold 500. Right. <laughs> 
That I mean, was the one that were released in September. <laughs> well, that's and even after. Like, I just want to hear Dancing Queen. <laughs> I, I totally agree with all this kind of stuff. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, did are you guys aware of the unbelievable version of Harry Styles that only exists online? The unbelievable version of a song or no, of him? Like or there's, there's what, like a video? fan fiction about Harry Style in this series of books called Duplicity. Oh. Yeah. No, so there's an online book series about Harry Style. Yeah, basically. Um, and I'm going to have to read about it, but it's kind of like, uh, kind of reminds me of the Twilight, that whole thing. Oh, it's that whole series? Like that. Starring Harry Styles. Starring Harry Styles. You read it for us and get back to us, would you? Yeah, I will. We're going to take a quick break. This is My Talk 1071. If you haven't voted yet on the Halloween costumes, you can go to the My Talk Facebook page.